I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello and welcome to Q&A, our regular podcast offering from the Hindustan Times. I'm Prashant Jha, the editor, views of the newspaper. This has been a hugely significant period for the Indian economy. On May 12th, Prime Minister Narendra Modi announced the 20 lakh crore economic package. The key theme of his speech was self-reliance. This package is meant to help India overcome the distress caused by the pandemic and the national lockdown. As we know, the national lockdown has crippled the economy. Supply chains are disrupted, demand has plummeted, incomes have fallen, unemployment has risen, migrant workers are walking back home, economic activity has come to a standstill. It is in this backdrop that the Prime Minister's address and the finance minister's subsequent announcements assume a different and new kind of significance. In this edition of Q&A, I want to look at what the Prime Minister said. I want to look at the challenges in implementing the vision he laid out. To begin with, what was the key thrust of the Prime Minister's speech? One, the Prime Minister's core focus in the speech was self-reliance. He spoke about how this crisis can be used as an opportunity. He outlined five pillars of a new self-reliant India, an economy that grows by quantum jump, infrastructure as the symbol of modern India, technology-driven processes suited for the 21st century, a vibrant demography, and demand. The second related theme in the Prime Minister's speech was the emphasis on the local. He spoke of how local brands needed to be encouraged, how local brands needed to be made globally competitive and global brands. He spoke of how Indian citizens must buy local and be vocal about local. The third key strand in his speech was a more ambitious and bold structural reform agenda. The Prime Minister said that the package would include changes to the land regime, labor regime, it would infuse liquidity, it would lead to reform in laws. Economists and experts for very long have spoken about how these factors of production, particularly land and labor, need reforms for investment to increase, manufacturing to get a boom, and employment to be generated on a larger scale. If this was the Prime Minister's core theme in the speech, what are the challenges in implementing it? I'd first like to talk about the challenge and the tension that underlies in this economic philosophy. What is it? In the decades after independence, India, which some people would argue was a semi-socialist country with heavy state control, sought to build a self-reliant economy. It was suspicious of foreign economic interlinkages. It was suspicious of global trade. It wanted to boost domestic capabilities. 
But after 1991, we saw a change in India's economic framework. This was a more confident India which was willing to engage with the world. This was a confident India which embraced globalization in fits and bursts, but it did. Global flow of capital, global flow of labor. This was an India that emphasized the importance of foreign trade. This was an India that was comfortable with foreign goods flooding Indian markets. It was an India that had faith that Indian goods would also flood foreign markets. Are we then seeing today, with the Prime Minister's emphasis on self-reliance, a reversal in policy? To be sure, the Prime Minister emphasized that self-reliance did not mean delinking from global supply chains. But this would be harder to implement than say. If India is going to boost local manufacturing, if India is going to impose, more importantly, protectionist measures, if India is going to discourage foreign imports, then there will be retaliation from other countries. Then we are going to see a slight change in India's economic paradigm. Again, this is not surprising. There has been a rise in economic nationalism across the world, best represented by Donald Trump. Donald Trump's America First policy is an epitome of this protectionist impulse. So are his trade wars. India, however, will have to reconcile this tension that exists between its emphasis on self-reliance and its need to be a part of global supply chains. What is the second challenge in implementing Prime Minister Modi's vision? I believe the second challenge is in ensuring capital investment. While the Prime Minister has spoken about reforms, he has spoken about providing support to MSMEs, to businesses, the core problem in the Indian economy is the fact that demand has collapsed. Demand was collapsing even before the pandemic. And with the pandemic, it is now clear that incomes will dip, unemployment will rise. At a time when domestic demand is low, it is uncertain whether big business or even small businesses would be willing to invest capital. There is, of course, the supply side problem. Do they have enough capital? Is there any enough liquidity infusion into the system? But along with the supply side problem, there is a demand side problem. That has only got aggravated with the pandemic. What is the third challenge for the Prime Minister? And I believe this is one of the most important challenges. That is in the shifting dynamics of the labor market. We have seen over the past two months that millions of migrant workers have decided to walk back home. There has been an economic and geographical dimension to this. Most migrant workers come from the relatively underdeveloped states of North and East India. They work in the relatively better to do states in South and West India. What we have seen in this period is the relationship between migrant workers and businesses collapsing. Workers feel cheated by businesses. They feel in this time of crisis, they did not get their wages. They did not get food. They did not get enough security. The relationship between workers and the state has also weakened. They are resentful that the state did not provide a social security net when workers needed it the most in times of acute shortage. What this has meant is that workers now primarily have their local community networks and family networks to rely on. And that is why we see the sites of thousands of workers walking back home in very difficult circumstances. 
there are economic imperatives but they may choose to live with less but live at home rather than come back to the cities this in turn will immediately lead to a shift in the labor market in the south and the west in the big cities what we may see is a labor shortage and in the north and the east where there are limited employment opportunities what we will see is an oversupply of labor the prime minister acknowledged this in his meeting with chief ministers and in fact the economic vision is meant to address this by boosting investment and economic activity in states which have not had this so far but it is not clear whether the supply of labor is enough that is why states like up and others in madhya pradesh have initiated labor reforms the problem with the labor reforms they have initiated and mind you india does need labor reforms is that along with making it easier for businesses to operate these labor reforms have undermined worker rights drastically and dramatically this will in fact reduce incentives for workers it will also be undemocratic and almost unlawful within this overall backdrop of tensions between the philosophy of self reliance and global supply chains of tensions between needing capital investment but the context being one of very low demand of shifts in labor markets accompanied with dilution of labor protection norms that the prime minister's vision has to be implemented it is not going to be easy india is headed for a difficult time as cases continue to rise and as economic distress continues to deepen will the prime minister's new vision pay off only time will tell this brings us to the end of this edition of qna if you have ideas if you have issues that you would like us to discuss please write to us at podcasts@hindustantimes.com please also follow us on all our social media handles instagram facebook twitter at hd smartcasts till next week thank you and stay safe this was a hindustan times production brought to you by hd smartcast hd smartcast i'm any apple and i'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series raising april it's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear Each week we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Bosa, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.